0: Stay standing if you would. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord, for your presence. Thank you, Lord, that we can gather in the name of Jesus and be confident that you're in the midst. So, Lord, thank you for your presence. Lord, we desire to be changed. We desire to be more suited, Father, for the purpose and the plan that you've called each of us to. Lord, to look more like Jesus, to be more conformed to the image of Jesus. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask that the rest of what happens here, that your spirit is right in the middle of it, and to your end. Father, your will be done. Father, your will be done in each, on each, for each, for your glory. And, Lord, for those churches, the home churches, the one in Pennsylvania, the Philippines, Father, for all of those who who are separated by miles, but Lord, we're united in spirit. Father, let all the needs of your people, your church, regardless of geography, Father, let us all be gathered in one spirit, in the unity of the spirit. And Lord, we pray, we lift up one another. Father, we, we want to encourage one another. But most of all, Lord, each of us, wherever we are, we want to glorify God in our lives and in our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You may be seated. So, Wednesday I was uh, quite surprised. <laughs> my, my, my little sister, they told me, uh, someone has to see you, they're in the office. I'm thinking, oh, no, I'm thinking the worst, what did I do? <laughs> but praise God, it was a pleasant surprise. Our dear younger sister, Tori, is in town. And so grateful to all of her friends that have joined us today. Just be blessed in Jesus' name, amen. So, we're going to begin, and I'm going to go back to some of the scriptures that we were in um, just so that everybody's brought up to speed. But we're going to begin this morning in, a, in a, a a scripture that we're all familiar with, and it's become almost cliche, but that was really the basis for this ministry. This this ministry was started because of this. A small group of people were together and just, and just knew that in this Dade City area, we had all seen... So many things, people stuck in the rut of, you know, uh, what this life had to offer. And uh, we, we knew that there was something different. Amen. Based on this scripture and other scriptures, but this scripture says it best. Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. And I've got hope highlighted because the last few um, sessions, the last few messages had centered around that. I just want to bring to your remembrance. And really, my brothers and sisters, my hope, my um, expectation constantly, I'm expecting that these scriptures, because they're so fresh on our minds and on our hearts, they become real to you and you hang on to them. And I hope that you're committing some of this to your memory. In Romans 15, 13, uh, now may the God of hope, fill you with all joy and peace in believing. Again, joy and peace are things that we're all longing for, just just naturally. We want to have joy, we want to have peace, and peace not being the absence again of chaos, but wholeness, wellness, amen? So may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit, amen? In Psalm 62, remember we were together there, beginning in verse 5, My soul waits silently for God alone, for my expectation is from Him. What I'm expecting confidently, what I'm hoping for, is from God. He only is my rock and salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be moved. In God is my salvation and my glory. The rock of my strength and my refuge is in God. Trust in Him at all times, you people. Pour out your hearts before Him. God is a refuge for us. And then finally, one again we've been in for several weeks, and this would be Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 6. Thus God determined to show more abundantly to the heirs of promise the immutability of his counsel confirmed by an oath that by two immutable things in which it is impossible for God to lie, we may have strong consolation, help, help, comfort, who have fled for refuge to lay hold of the hope set before us, This hope we have is an anchor of the soul both sure and steadfast, which enters the presence behind the veil. My brothers and sisters, this is a, a supernatural hope. This isn't something, again, that we're just closing our eyes and wishing for, keeping our fingers crossed. This is a supernatural hope. And, and, and you see, w- and which enters the presence behind the veil. This is God. Our hope is in God, with God. It is entrusted in and by and for Jesus. Amen? So this, this hope that we have, this confident expectation that we have, it's real. It's real. It's not something, again, that we just, maybe, if I if I hold my toast just right, no, this hope is real. We could expect what God has promised with confidence, amen? amen. All right, so now let's go back to Jeremiah twenty nine eleven and more specifically, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope, to give you a future and a hope, we're going to kind of continue on that line and that's why I added the psalm to that 139 beginning in 15 my frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed and in your book they all were written the days fashioned for me when as yet there was none of them my brothers and sisters this is um, this is so rudimentary so basic but I have to say it none of us are an accident Regardless of parents, regardless of biological father and mother, God knew you. And He knew the days that you would live before you lived them. And you. Again, I I mentioned it last week and maybe I pushed too hard on it, but I want to talk just a moment again about the self-esteem issue that we seem to be suffering from in this country and we seem to burden our young people specifically with, and especially as it relates to all of these uh, things that they see in the culture and all of the things that they're burdened with according to social media, so on and so forth. Listen. You know what, if you're looking for affirmation, young people, if you're looking for affirmation, if you're looking for, you know, just something that gives you some self-esteem, some, some, some glimmer of hope that you're important, that you matter, let me just tell you, the one who loves you the most is the one who created you, and he values you, and he loves you so much that even before you were a twinkle in anybody's eye, he knew you and He knew that He was going to die for you, that's how valuable you are. So no matter what experience that you have on this earth, and no matter what anyone would say to you, you are valuable. The one who created you values you highly. The one who created you didn't just create you and then say, let's just see how he or she does. That one who created you took a body and died for you so that He could enjoy your company for all of eternity. Amen? Therein is your self-esteem. Amen? Hallelujah. But nevertheless, because we have all of these influences and, and, and all of these things, I'm thinking as I'm considering these, this word, and not just this week's message, but all of the messages and all of the things that God has been taking us through, I'm thinking, you know, our lives, each of us are like puzzles. God already sees the picture, right? Tony, do you have a See, each of us have a picture in our mind of what we want our life to be. But according to the scripture, man, God has already, that's my picture. Mm-hmm. See, my picture is beauty, nature, you know, the, obviously this is just, i am it might be silly, but I'm just thinking that if each of us has a picture or something that we plan, what we want our life to look like and certainly how we think it should turn out, am I the only one that thinks that way? No, so, you know, so I'm looking at this as, I mean, our lives or this picture, but it's, it's a puzzle because we're bringing things together to create this picture. But God already has it. God already has the pieces in place. Amen? So, so I'm trying, I, you know me, I mean, I want to try and you know, show something. So Michelle picked this up for me and we got all of these pictures, okay? So maybe you're an animal lover, so that one, you know, we could ascribe to you. But regardless, I mean, silly, maybe a little bit of a silly illustration. But, okay, so we get these pictures in our heads of what we want our lives to look like. But God has already the picture planned for us. And that picture is perfect. It's perfect for us. Amen? It's the one that He's appointed and anointed us for. It's the one that causes our steps to be not stumbling. Amen? Not to trip and fall. Oh, are are we going to? Yeah, we will. And and we'll get into that maybe later. So we start to put our picture together. We start to put pieces together of of what we think our life should look like. And then maybe we have some of us in this room, hopefully all of us, and hopefully all that are watching, we've had some kind of a spiritual awakening. we become reborn, and we think that there's more to this life than just what I could see. So we start putting our pieces together that way. So I've got... This picture. This is my picture. So I'm going to start putting my picture together. So I've got these pieces. And I'm going to put them together. And it should look like this. I know what it should look like. And so that's what it's supposed to look like. So I'm going to start putting them together. And man, and it's looking pretty good so far. And man, I've got some easy pieces to fit here. And I've got some. What the heck is that? I've got some easy pieces to put together. I've got some things that look like they're a match and they're going together pretty good, but something happens. Comes apart. Now what? Well, let me... You know what I'll do? I'll add some pieces. If I could open the (laughs) bag, I'll add some pieces from this puzzle. See, because that picture actually looks... Maybe a little bit better. In fact, there are some people who think that I need this piece for my puzzle. And so, you know what? Well, they're decent folks. I mean, surely they have my best interest in their heart. So let me see if I could fit that piece in my, in my picture. No, that didn't fit. Let's throw that away. Hey, you know what? Let me go back to this bag, the original. I think, you know, there were some happy times back then. Let me see if I could fit some of those into this picture. Is this tracking with anybody? Yeah. I've gone to church now. I'm born again. I'm starting to read. And now some of those things are actually starting to make sense. There are some pieces in my puzzle that, hey, I, need to, I don't even need those anymore. I'm hoping I'm putting them right in the bag, but otherwise these will <laughs> never come again. <laughs> Those pieces were not meant for me. No, these pieces were the ones that were meant for me. So now we're, we're traveling on that road and everything looks good, feels good. But wait a minute. Do I remember back then there were some that I threw down. You know what? They really weren't that bad. I, just, that wasn't, that, I wasn't in that season of life yet. So maybe I better go ahead and, and pick those back up and add those to these pieces that the Lord has given me. Uh oh. Nope, they don't fit. I'm going to put those back. Now, uh-oh, wait a minute. The Lord has, has added more pieces. The Lord is helping me and we're adding more pieces. Praise God. This thing is starting to come together. Hallelujah. Hey, look at this. More pieces. The picture is starting to take form. Praise God and thank God for Michelle. So now the picture is starting to come together. Hallelujah. Wow. I'm starting to see this. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you for the vision. I'm starting to see this. it's starting to work. This is man, I, God, I, I, I'm learning. I'm, I'm growing. This is awesome. Let me get some more pieces. Wait a minute. That don't work. It should fit. It, it wants to fit, but yet the color's just not right. Oh, there. The color's right, but the shape is off. Wait a minute. What What is going on here? Maybe, maybe I need to go to a new church. Maybe I just need to relocate. Maybe I just need to get a new start someplace else. Is this tracking with anybody? Hallelujah. Maybe I just need a different partner in life. Come on. See, uh, my brothers and sisters, but, but, but remember, remember the premise. God has a perfect picture for our life. Okay, the picture that we have, is that the same picture that God has? And so now when I start, when I'm following God, and then I'm, you know, there are some things that are, let's say, let's just say this is the God bag. This is God's picture. And here are some of the pictures that I'm getting. And and these are influenced by my own flesh. Let's throw some of those in there. And here, here. Here. Here's some that, you know, the culture is telling me these things are, are good and this is the way my life should track. So let's, let's throw some of those in there. Come on. Come on. Oh, wait a minute. There's, there's another bag. Let's, let's see if I could open this one. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's going, Poof. yeah, that's what I had visions of. Wait a minute. Here are some church people that have told me that I need to do it this way okay so we're gonna see if that fits in that picture how about this I was so hurt when I was young my parents never treated me well so we're gonna put let's see how that mixes in because now All of my um, faults I could bring with me and I can carry those with me forever because that's part of my life. That's part of my picture now. And let's see how that goes with this. My brothers and sisters, I'm describing to you what I think happens in the human condition and I'm talking to the church. And I hope that I haven't mixed these up too much. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we're going to test somebody's skills to put puzzles together. I'm just telling you that right now because I don't remember which came out of which bag. <laughs> so we're just going to leave them like this. And I don't mean to be silly and I apologize because this is serious, isn't it? How about this? I, you know, I just... I've got the picture, God's picture coming together, and, and I have this major situation in my. I get a bad report from the doctor. "God, this is not supposed to happen." Or how about this? I've got the picture, it's coming together, and yes, this is the life, and then all of a sudden my spouse asks me for a divorce, or my spouse cheats on me. Come on, All of this stuff is real life, and it's happening in the church. So, you know, what about this? I mean, I, I've got the picture is coming together and I, I finally feel like this is the picture that God has planned for me. And and now we have the, the house and the white picket fence and we have the two kids and the, you know, the, the two cars and the, and the pool in the backyard and everything's going good. But financially, my husband just, everything crashed. We're losing everything. What? How do we make sense of that? See it's always because usually it's my brothers and sisters because we're mixing our view, our picture and we're taking those pieces and we're trying to mix those with the pieces of God's picture for our lives. It doesn't fit. And then when it doesn't fit or it doesn't work out then we want to chunk in the towel and we lose hope. And God says, His hope is an anchor for those storms. The hope that you have in Him is eternal. And all of the inheritances are yours. But it doesn't look that way. Well, maybe we need to remember, go back. What was the picture that God has for you? Not your picture. What's God's picture? I want to read to you. I want to help us all out with a few more scriptures. In Psalm 37, 23 and 24. The Lord directs the steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of their lives. Though they stumble, they will never fall, for the Lord holds them by the hand. Though they stumble. This, my brothers and sisters, speaks volumes. I mean, this speaks volumes to the extent that there's going to be times where we're going to stumble. And I know that I'm preaching to people that already know this. But my brothers and sisters, what we need to understand and absolutely, we need to be pursuing God's picture for our life, period. And when we stumble in that, man, it, there's, we're, we're, we're going to recover. There's, there's, there, you, we don't need to beat ourselves up. It's not all over. It's when we continue trying to put our picture in with what God has planned for us. Our picture, mixed with God's picture, it's not going to work out. We're going to continue to stumble. We're going to continue to hit roadblocks. Why? That's, that's not God's plan for our lives. And even if it goes right for a little while, just like what I showed you a moment ago, one thing comes to pieces. All That picture that you've already built. Look at how many seasons have there been in your life where things were just absolutely great. Have, have, have any, any of you had any duration of time where you could say, man, it, w- it was neat. Yeah, I think I was about 12 years old. No, I'm just kidding. No, certainly before you had a lot of responsibilities. Come on. Yeah. Right? But my brothers and sisters, let's just think of the time since we've been born again. Let's just look at it that way. How many times have, has it been since you've been born again where things were just totally smooth? I mean, you felt like you were, you were walking on the clouds. I've had those times where you know that you're hearing God clearly, and things are, you know, and you may not have a ton of money in the bank, and you may not, but you know that you know that your needs are being met. Right? The kids are behaving everybody's doing well, but you're getting along with your spouse if you happen to be married or a relationship that you have, all your friends, everything seems to be going smooth. Church, every time you go to church, you know that God is speaking to you. I definitely have had that. It's awesome stuff, man. Awesome. And then not too long after that, there's always going to be that thing that you did not expect. That wasn't part of the picture that you had for your life. goes the balloon but my brothers and sisters this message this scripture here speaks to that you know what there's going to be this stumble you're going to see this it's going to happen and then when you get there you're going to stumble you may drop back you may take a couple of steps it may knock you backwards a couple of steps and you may even say God why and God wants you to cry out to him so then he could tell you why so that he can tell you, the picture that I have includes this. Amen. And in order for my picture for your life to be complete, you, must exp- you have to go this way. You're going in a different direction right now. You're getting too comfortable with the worldly things. You're getting too comfortable because there's, no, uh, th- there's nothing coming against you right now. Amen. You're getting too comfortable. You're not praying the way you used to pray before things got good. You're not crying out like you... You're not paying attention to the Word. You're not even reading like you used to read anymore because there's no challenges in your life. Oh, come on. It's a little quiet. But but my brothers and sisters, isn't that... If, if there's anybody in here who's been walking with the Spirit for any kind of time, you understand what I'm saying is true. It's not always going to be hunky-dory. In fact, didn't the Lord tell us all who, do, who, all who uh, desire to live righteously in Christ Jesus will, re- will have trouble. They're going to be challenged. Amen. Hallelujah. Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 17. The Lord your God in your midst, the Mighty One, will save he will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you with his love. He will rejoice over you with singing. This is, I, 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 I was meditating on this scripture early in the week and I think I shared it with some of my grandkids. This is such an awesome scripture. Awesome scripture. Look, look, he's in your midst. He's the mighty one. He's going to save. He rejoices you over you with gladness. But look what it says. He will quiet you with his love. Know what, that, know what that means to me? And, I, and, and forgive me, I'm not going to give you the Hebrew word, or, but, but forgive me, you know what? He's going to come to my rescue. He's going to set things in order. He's going to make peace. When I, when I read and couple that with the other scriptures of the New Testament, He's going to bring joy and peace. I, I, come on, right? I have this hope and I have this joy and peace along with this hope. And it's all because of His word and Holy Spirit. Amen? And this word this is just part of that word. The Lord my God is with me. He's mighty and he's going to save. He's rejoicing over me and he's singing over me. Again, my brothers and my sisters, have no doubt, have no fear, have no... As it relates to your esteem, how could you doubt that you are important to God when when you read a scripture like that? Again, here's how we doubt. Because our picture isn't being fulfilled. And then we let the enemy talk to us. Jesus. That picture that we had for our lives, it's not coming to be, or even that thing, that new goal that we set, because now I'm spiritual, now I'm reborn, so now I've got that new goal, I'm going to be doing this, and I'm going to be doing that, and, and the other thing, and all that, fantastic, if that's the vision that God, God has given you, if that's the only thing that He's placed on your life, if, if it's coming from here, and it's lining up with what you're reading, hallelujah, praise the Lord. I've met so many people, and I'm not, listen, hear my heart. I'm not trying to be hypercritical of anyone. I, I promise you. I've met so many people who the Lord told them to do this. Mm, that worked for a little while. Mm, the Lord told them to do that. Mm, that wouldn't, the Lord told them to go here. Mm, no, the Lord told them to go there. My brothers and sisters, it, it, that to me, when I read this these scriptures, and I'm meditating on this word, that speaks. They're having, they're, and, and they may have great intentions. Great intentions. Based on what they're reading, where they are, or, you know, according to their studies, they have this picture that they think is coming from the Lord, and they're following through with that. And that's, okay, praise the Lord, hallelujah. But my brothers and sisters, if that's the case, then you've got to stay the course. Because even that picture doesn't guarantee that there won't be Stumbles. In fact, we know that there will be. Why? Because we are living in this world. The world is the world. It is always going to be that way until Jesus comes back and finally makes a new one. Burns it up and makes a new one. Come on. It's always going to be that. And we're not going to change that. However, God has called us, listen, God has called us to be light and salt, so that the ones that he's calling will see him, will know him, will have his word confirmed to them. That's the picture of your life. That's the picture of my life. It must include that. Amen. So if we think that we can be a Christian and we can go ahead and keep to ourselves and just, you know, and man, don't you think? I've said to Michelle a dozen times let's just sell everything, let's go to North Carolina in the woods someplace and get off the grid and wait it out. You're laughing. I'm serious. I'm still here. Why? Because she won't let me. (laughs) She won't let me. But she confirms always the word of God. You know what she says? Is that what God is telling you to do? And then I have to do? No. No, here I am squealing on myself again, Luke. What do you, <laughs> but, but, but do you understand? Do you hear the word? My brothers and sisters, God loves you and God has a plan for your life. And he never promised you that the plan was going to be easy. You're going to have to learn some lessons. You're going to have some stumbles. But what he's telling you is even when you stumble, I'm right there with you. Thank you. Even when you stumble. Oh, hallelujah. Isn't that awesome? So man, we put these pieces together. We have, and the pieces... Holy Scriptures, Holy Scriptures, and His Holy Spirit, amen? Awesome. But see, I know some folks in the church, and some, a lot of folks that are not going to church no more, you know, it, it, it's too late for me. You know, I've, I've mixed up so many different things in my life. I've made so many turns. And you know what, L- let, me, let me just say one more time, I, and I love that we have uh, so many young people here and listening I'm telling you, there's a reason why they call, and there's a no whole other um, profession, for lack of a better term, that's called influencers. Does anybody know what that is? Everybody know what that is? Uh, Luke, can you, I mean, I'm sorry, what's your name again? I'm serious, what, explain influencers better than I can. That's right. But Mitch, as it relates to electronics digitally, more specifically, internet. They're getting hit counts. They're making people go to specific sites. They're making people look at specific things to get traffic there to get you into a direction of what that product is, what it's doing, and then the other products that it's related to to keep you looking at Amen. You hear that? Influencers. It's, people are making a lot of money at that. He explained it a lot better than I can. Right. So now that's what I'm saying. On the internet, with all of us are on. All of us. If you have a phone, you're on. Everything's tied together now. There's nothing. I mean, I'm right now. They're tying information uh, with on, about me. When I'm not even asking them to, but they're doing it. They're tying a lot of my like these. You know, because we're on digital, we're online now. When my email at work, my personal email. Uh, I've tried to privatize another email. I mean, it's it's all getting connected. It, it's all getting connected. If you, go to your, um, if you go online and you put your own name in there, you're going to see relatives that you hadn't seen in a long time. They've got, they've, they're connecting dots. Okay, What has that got to do with anything? Here's what it is. The influencers, they're online, as Mitch just explained, they're online trying to get you to, to go a certain way, to influence your thoughts, to influence how you spend money, to influence what you click on. They're making money off of that. So now watch. Why do I bring that up in a a message like this? Because that's part of this picture. They're putting pieces. They're trying to give you pieces to the puzzle. They're trying to make you picture a certain thing a certain way. They're trying to influence what you think, how you think, what you like, what you don't like. Come on. They're trying to influence you in even the way you should look, the way you should act. All of that is all tied together, my brothers and sisters. So again, for our young brothers and sisters that are so, seem to be more um, tied to that kind of stuff than an old fogey like me, I'm telling you, be careful. Be careful. Remember, even if someone says, I've had people tell me this, and I've went online and looked at some of the people. Oh, this guy's talking about Jesus. This guy's put some scripture up. This guy, M- My brothers and sisters, they know just enough scripture to mess it up and to make some people go the wrong way. It sounds okay, but then when you do- dive deeper, that's not the road that God, that is not the picture that you should have for your life. Let, let me just say it that way. Come on. So we're listening to these things and we're, my brothers and sisters, and we're, we're watching these things and, and we're being influenced and we're letting that form our picture. When in fact, God, by His Word and with His Spirit, through Christ Jesus. Man, you know what? Read, if, if anybody in here is struggling with your, man, read the Gospels. If you don't do anything but read the Gospels, all over and over again, and read them, and dig, and get that picture, let Jesus just fly off the page, and, and watch his life, watch him walk, and read all four of them, so you get all perspectives, and you watch his life, you see how he did, see, see what he did, and how he did it, C- come on, then, then that should start to help you to form the picture for your life, after all, aren't we Christians, Christ-like? Right? Amen. Yeah, but it's too late for me, Pastor. I've mixed up so many pieces. I've been down this road, that road, the other road. I've made so many mistakes. Tried so many different things of the world for comfort. Come on. There's some addicted people going to church right now. Come on. Tried so many different things for comfort. I've tried this. I've tried that. Tried marrying this one. Dating that one got into so many bad relationships for comfort. Come on, please. Got into physical relationships and and really just for comfort, just because I needed that. I I needed that, that intimacy. I needed to feel good. I needed, come on. Knowing that that is not part of God's picture for you. But we, yeah, but I see, that's right, I'm disqualified now. I've benched on so many different spiritual things. I've read this book, that book, the other book, and I'm not going to name names, but I want to tell you honestly, I just, someone just showed me a devotion this week. I said, well, that's great. I read part of it. I said, well, be careful. Be careful. I'm not going to stand here and tell you that I, I've read other books written by by. Pastors and preachers and spiritual people, quote-unquote. And, and, but the fact of the matter is, there's no better reading than this. And I'm not saying to you, I'm not one that's going to stand here and tell you, if you're reading anything other than the Bible, uh, you're going to I'm not, I'm not going to... I'm not going to do it, but I am saying, if you're reading something instead of the Bible, mm, not good. Because you're not getting that picture that God has for your life. You're getting someone else's snapshot for your life. Come on. I need God's picture for my life, amen? amen. But I've made such a mess of my life. Anybody don't raise your hand. Anybody feel like that? A time or two? I've made such a mess. Here's one of my favorite scriptures. I'm my kid are all good. <laughs> Romans eight, twenty eight. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to His purpose. Do you see that, my brothers and sisters? Do you love God? And do you know that you're called according to His purpose and plan for your life? And if you know those things, even if you've messed up, God is able to take all of those mistakes, all of that mixing up and everything that you've done, He is able to take all of that and turn that around and use it for your good. You and I both know that there are many people that we've met personally, or at least we know of, who have suffered great catastrophes in their lives. And God has used that so that they can minister to other people with you know, all different kinds of ailments and make other people feel comfortable that have those things. And I don't mean comfortable in the human sense. I mean, comfortable in the spiritual sense. The one that always comes to my mind first is uh, uh, Tata, Joni, Joni Erickson Tata, quadriplegic, and she still ministers for God. I mean, that's an awesome thing to me, how you could be in that condition and still give glory to God and still work for God. Still, forward the kingdom for God, and here I am. I don't, I, you know, I, I only had twenty people in church today. I'm quitting. You're laughing, but it's true. Come on, come, come on, right? Or, or you know what? I, I, I can't, I can't go to church, man. The kids are all over the place, and blah, blah, blah. no, no. What's the picture that God has called you to? Because no matter how bad it is, and no matter what you've suffered through, no matter what, God is able to use that. Use that. Use that experience. You're going to be able to relate to people that I cannot relate to. You're going to be able to do things that I cannot do. God hasn't called me to do them. God has called me to equip you to do it. So that means finances. That means spiritual support. That means if you want me there to to give a word, I'll be there. But my brothers and sisters, God has called you to do some things that I can't do. Why? It's based on your experience with God. It's based on some of the toe-stepping that you got stepped on is some of that thing that happened that only you can experience. unique to you. And God has that person or that group of people that he knows that they're the one. I'm going to, I'm going to, Tori's going over here and she's going to speak to these people. Right? Based on her experience with crazy Tori. I'm no, just kidding. No. But, but no, but, but are you hearing me? And all of us in this room, and I'm not placating toward Tori, I just love that she's here. So, so you understand though, my brothers and sisters, all of us are in the, that position we all are in that position. We have experience with God. Amen? And because we have experience with, with God, even if we've messed it up, this, this scripture speaks to me. I, have, I recognize, first, I love God and I know that I'm called according to His purpose. My life belongs to Him, I'm called for Him. I was created, and I want you to memorize this. I'm going to say it every week, I guess. I want you to memorize this. We were created by Him, for Him. By Him, for Him. Not for me, not for you, not for us. For Him. Amen? Amen? And it's so awesome that this God, who is so awesome that created us, loves us so much that He makes it about us. So that when we go with Him for eternity, we're going to experience all joy we're going to have. It's going to be awesome. It says that I can't even imagine how good it's going to be. Better than chocolate chip ice cream forever, baby. (laughs) See, because right now, that gives me a little comfort, you see. This is going to be better than that. Whatever it is. Oh, streets of gold. I don't care what I'm walking on. I care who I'm walking with. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay, so remember what we read in that uh, psalm earlier in 139. My frame was not hidden from you when I was made in secret and skillfully wrought in the lowest parts of the earth. Your eyes saw my substance being yet unformed. And in your book they all were written. The days fashioned for me when as as yet there were none of them. God knew. You know who wrote this by the Holy Spirit? King David. Did King David mess up? Did God know it? Yes. So am I saying it's okay to murder and, and commit adultery? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Because we do know also that the scripture says if you willfully do these things after you know that they're wrong, uh-uh. after you've received the Holy Spirit, after you've had this fellowship, you might not be any coming back. When is that line drawn? So why would I want to flirt with that line? Here's why. Because I really don't love God. Uh-oh. Another one of those quiet moments. You notice that? See, if I'm... Where is it, watch. See, I'm still trying to put the pieces of this puzzle together according to what I like, according to how I feel, and according to what makes me comfortable. Come on. Come come on. Right? I, I, I need to feel better. I need to... I, I sh- Listen, I've heard ministers say this. Don't I deserve to be happy? No actually you deserve hell but because he died for you, you and he's redeemed you to a certain role and position that's evidently the picture that he has for your life that's what you deserve you. hallelujah Amen. i'm getting happy come on come on so watch so now do i love him that's the, we got to begin there do i love him That's what we got to go back to. Could you put that Romans 8 on there, that one, the next one, please? Thank you. All things work together for good to those who love God. See, remember that. God has promised us that, but he's promised it to those who love him. Those who love him. So again, that's why I'm asking you, do you love him? Don't answer, don't shake your head yes, don't do anything, but listen, do you love him? Do you love him? Right, Because he says in, in John 14, if you love me, you'll do what I ask you to do. If you love me, you'll do what I ask you to do. He also says in 1 John, if you love me, you're going to love your brother. How could you love me? How could you say you love me and be telling the truth if you can't even love your brother? You can't see me, you could see him, and you don't love him. See, there's some things here that we could put our own selves, we need to put our own selves to the test. Do I really love God? Do I really love God? Do I really love Jesus? I know he loves me. Is there anybody in here, think about this for a moment, based on scripture, not based on what Tony said, but based on on scripture and what you know. Is there anyone in here that has doubt that Jesus loves them? Thank God. Jesus loves you. There's no question about that. So now, here's where the, the gray area is. Do you love him? You love him. Remember that time, and please forgive me, I want to say it was in, uh, oh, please forgive me, I'm going to mess this up, Matthew 11 or, or something. Luke, if you know, you can shout it out. But remember, Jesus was preaching and ministering, and his mother and his brothers. His 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 mother, earthly mother, and his half brothers were trying to get him. They were all worried about him because now now he's under the gun. You know the Pharisees and, and, and Sadducees. They want to kill him, and you know they're he's not eating right or he's living on the street or whatever it is that he's doing. And so they're worried about him. His brothers think he's a lunatic, so they're going to talk to him. And so one of his disciples says, "Your mother and your brothers are here." I'll preach. It. I'll preach it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> who, who, he said, "Who are my brother, Who are my mothers and my brother? Now he's not saying this in disrespect. We know he treated his mother right, and we and we know you know his one of his brothers became the, the elder or the you know the senior bishop at the Church of Jerusalem. Who are my mother and my brothers? He who hears the word of God and does it is my brother, my sister, my mother. Amen. Right. So so, so, so do I love Jesus? Do I love him enough to find out what he's saying to me? Do I love him enough to see the picture that he's painting for me? Do I love him enough to do what he's asking me to do? Amen? So simple, right? And I'm going to read this one to you. Further down in John chapter 14 just to reiterate just to make the point in John 14 beginning in verse 21 He who has my commandments and keeps them it is he who loves me and he who loves me will be loved by my father and I will love him and manifest myself to him That's that's real and that's important Judas, not Iscariot, said to him, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to the world? See, remember, Jesus has already started telling him in John chapter 12. He's going. He's he's about to die. He's he's preparing them. I'm telling you these things. He's preparing them. So now he's saying, I'm going to to manifest myself to you. Uh, So Judas, not Iscariot, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to the world? Verse 23, Jesus answered and said to him, If anyone loves me, he will keep my word and my Father will love him and we will come to him and make our home with him. He who does not love me does not keep my words and the word which you hear is not mine but the Father's who sent me. Okay. Is Jesus now talking about the Father and that's to confuse? No, because he's already he, he, he says when you see the Father, when you see me, you see the Father. No, I I think what he's reiterating here, these words aren't just from a human being. You know, you you may not have your full... See, they weren't baptized with Holy Ghost then. They had a peace. But they weren't baptized with Holy Ghost. So he's saying, what I'm saying to you is eternal. This is straight from the throne room of heaven. You can, listen, you can have all hope in this. You can expect this confidently. Why? Because this is coming straight from the throne room of the Father. Hallelujah! See, but let, let's not let there be any misgivings or let, not, let there be no misinterpretations here. What I'm saying to you is absolute truth. You can hang on to it. What am I saying? He keep my word. My Father will love him and we will come and make our home with him. How are, we to, how are you going to manifest yourself to us and not to the whole world? Because I'm going to come and live with you. So is Jesus living with you? Come on. Do you love Him? Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm going to let that go. Stand with me, please. Do we have a song? Can, can the praise team come back? Hallelujah. Listen. Please hear me. And I know this... We. we for whatever reason, I don't know if it's because of the size, the room, or whatever, we struggle with this. If you come up here and you sing to the Lord, no one's going to think you're in deep sin. And if they do, later form. If they do, that's between them and God. But if you come down here and you sing with this team and you worship God, and you just want to give all that you are to God, and you say to God, search my heart. Just like they search my heart. Make sure, Lord, that my picture and your picture are the same. If you want to do that, come down here and sing to God. If you want me to pray for you or with you, I would be more than happy to do that. But you could come down here. Listen, why do I need to go down there? I could sit where I'm sitting. You know why? Because you're making a statement. You're making a statement. I believe God. I trust God. I don't care what anybody thinks. God. Jesus. More important, I love you, Jesus. Amen? So as they're singing, I'm going to be sitting over here. If you'd like me to pray with you about anything, I'll be more than glad. And it's not because I'm anything or anybody special. It's just because I believe and you believe what the Word says. We're going to touch and agree, and we're going to do some binding and loosing. Amen? Amen. So please sing, and please come down as the Lord leads you, and just lay it all before the Lord. Amen?